welcome to the Astrology in You podcast. I'm Kerry Hurrigan and today we'll be looking at the new moon in Pisces on the 2nd or 3rd of March 2022. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the original land carers, the Awabakal people, where this podcast is recorded. I give my deepest respect to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge the Awabakal people as the original custodians of this land. Always was and always will be. Just letting you know you can get a free mini astrology report that includes a very detailed birth chart from Astrology and You. I created a video to show you how you can create a free birth chart with transits at astro.com so you can follow along with astrology that's currently happening. You can also find the podcast on iTunes or the Astrology in You website and any resources mentioned in the podcast will have links in the show notes below. The new moon in Pisces will be happening on the 2nd or 3rd of March 2022 at 12 degrees and 6 minutes depending on your location. To see where this specifically relates to you, look to where the house this new moon will be transiting in your own chart. The new moon correlates to new beginnings and it's an ideal time to set your intention. Both the sun and moon are in the same sign and it's blending the energies of self-expression and emotions approaching life as being one with ourself. These infused energies rise to the surface for us to observe and understand to fill us with hope, enthusiasm and at times relief of initiating a new beginning to leave the old behind. We feel the impulses and urges to venture into the unknown territory, initiating a new cycle, experiencing instinctual emotions enriched with the energy of the new moon sign. If you struggle in the new moon phase, it is recommended to examine your attitude and mindset around what you are wanting to do. For some people, emotions of beginning something new and different can cause great anxiety and even fear. It is the emotions that is feared and an ideal time to take a closer look at why you may feel this way. It is highly likely that it is your mindset and attitude that is causing damage and preventing you from missing out on a part of your life. The beauty of the new moon is it exposes your unconscious attitudes, giving more awareness of yourself. It is interesting to note that areas of your life that are ruled by the moon i.e. emotions and feelings, feelings of safety, essential needs, what is very private and personal and we keep hidden from others, relates to the most fundamental and deepest core of our existence. Therefore, we can be either empowered or disempowered at the deepest and most fundamental level. And consider this, if there is weakness at the most fundamental level, then there is weakness everywhere. Once your innermost being and psychological self are in sync and operating together healthily and congruently, there is really not much that will unsettle you. If something does, then you can take care of it. So as we look at the new moon in Pisces, we'll start with the Pisces sign, the Piscean energy. It is a mutable water sign ruled by Neptune relating to compassion, empathy, intuition and creativity. Pisces helps us to finally release and let go of what no longer serves us and there is a healing with Pisces as it is linked with unconditional love, 
and forgiveness and the release of these things that hold us back and we can't move forward. The new moon in Pisces stirs feelings of forgiveness in ourselves, which is a letting go. And it's the letting go of all shame, guilt, anger, resentment, and not feeling good enough to begin the new cycle, engaging our imagination and connection to the loving intelligence where all things are created. We actually cannot move forward until we let go of old baggage that just weighs us down and doesn't service anymore. The best way to access this is through meditation and to be at one with ourselves and the divine to create what we desire in our own world. There is an unravelling that takes place in Pisces where we feel limitations dissolve away, allowing us to become aware of what we are unconscious of. When we face what we are unaware of, we can set ourselves free and let go of guilt and shame and worthiness and victimisation which only leads to self-pity and anger. The Pisces archetype can be the victor as well as the victim. And when we have feelings of victimisation, we can enter the world of escapism and delusions, engaging in the dense emotions of guilt and shame and not feeling good enough. We try to find something that will numb these feelings by losing ourselves to escapism and fantasy. And it usually involves drugs or alcohol. Sometimes it's things like binge watching on the television. Pisces is a gentle, loving and forgiving energy. It doesn't fight or go into battle. It is egoless, just as its ruler Neptune, and just accepts and goes with the flow. This is how it expresses itself in the higher expression. Neptune, the ruler of Pisces, is conjunct the new moon, amplifying the energy of Pisces even more. Neptune has a way of exposing things to us that are hidden deep within us, and combined with the moon taps into that very private part of us. The new moon in Pisces is an ideal time to set ourselves free, but we must first look at things in ourselves we keep hidden from the world to make us more conscious. We can listen and feel that connection to our higher self that knows what is best for us. It is in the connecting with our very soul. So just see the links to Byron Katie, Louise Hay and Dr. Joe Dispenza in their processes for how to do this. Combined with Jupiter, it's also in Pisces, helps empower us in this way, giving a boost to our self-confidence and what we can find deeper meaning in something that perhaps has burdened us. There is great reward at looking at ourselves as we let go of what doesn't serve us anymore. Jupiter is also in Pisces and this energy helps empower us by giving a boost to our self-confidence and find a deeper meaning in something that perhaps has burdened us. There is great reward in looking at ourselves as we realise we must let go of what doesn't serve us anymore. Jupiter expands and magnifies and this can either be positive or detrimental. I remember when I first started learning about astrology that Jupiter in the second house could mean expansion in money but it can also be the signature of bankruptcy. So we must always remember these energies express themselves ultimately for our highest good and in the case of bankruptcy, one could say that the highest expression would be lessons in money management, giving one a great understanding of financial literacy. 
Now, if you have an issue with money or the understanding of money, I actually have a free link to a financial literacy course you can access by my dear, dear friend Susan Hart of The Moon in You, and that's in the show notes. So Jupiter brings rewards. It signifies growth and expansion. And we actually grow more when we have a challenge. But the key is in not overdoing it, as there are no bounds to Jupiter's reach. Neptune is also in the sign of Pisces and is the ruler of Pisces. And this is extremely powerful, giving us the ability to tap into creative resources through our imagination and emotions. When we are aligned with what we want, it must come to us. We have the idea, which is the signal, and it's our emotions that draw things to us. However, transiting Neptune can be a little tricky to handle. We can become confused and unclear, as Neptune is egoless, even denying our ego, leaving us feeling disheartened, undeserving, and not good enough. So Neptune's energy dissolves our sense of reality, and we can become vague, even experiencing unreasonable fears. In saying that, first be aware of the house Neptune is transiting in your chart. Watch your thoughts around what you believe to be true and what reality is telling you. Now, if you have thoughts or beliefs around certain things or people, but you can't be sure if it's true or it's your perception, it's best to wait till the transit is over. So be very mindful in that regard. The south node of the moon is in Scorpio and it's in a trine to the new moon in Pisces. And the trining aspect is where energy flows very freely and it's also intensifying this energy as we release our past, but also it's helping to make the openings to what is awaiting us. I see this combination of all these energies is exposing and unraveling what we must let go of to move forward in this new cycle. We must be gentle and kind with ourselves in the process as we can move to these higher vibrations of relief, excitement and enthusiasm to something better. The north node of the moon is in Taurus and this is where we are moving to. And this signifies we can be our own resource, tapping into our own potential Taurus brings our attention to creating strong inner security with our values and being more peaceful in our own world, in a world really that is anything but peaceful at the moment. You find that peace by accommodating changes instead of fearing change. To help accommodate this moving forward through this great change we are going through to our future is the Titan Uranus known as the Liberator, the Awakener, the Maverick, is also in Taurus in a wide conjunction to the North Node. Uranus brings change, but if it is resisted, change can become with unexpected and sudden shocks as it liberates us from limitations, rebelling against old ways that doesn't serve us anymore. Uranus brings individuation, allowing us to be eccentric and different, in other words, to be ourselves. Uranus connects us to a higher universal intelligence where we tap into our inner genius, experiencing the most brilliant ideas, thoughts, inventions and concepts. We connect with humanity and nature, 
So be in nature as much as you can, whenever you can. The human family is experiencing great upheaval as we go through this enormous change leaving the Piscean age. We are birthing the new age of Aquarius and just like a baby, all the drama, tension and stress happens just before the baby is born. And no doubt you most likely experiencing great changes in your own life. Therefore, it is important that we hold our light to keep a vision of our ideal future. It is an extraordinary time to be alive and we all have a part to play by being in the emotions of higher frequencies such as gratitude, appreciation, thankfulness, enthusiasm and love. Know we are being supported always by a loving intelligence. So whatever challenges or changes you have to make in your life, check to see where this is transiting in your chart and know that you are always supported by a universal loving intelligence. So if you are struggling, again, check the resources below. And you know, great masters walk amongst us. People like Byron Katie, Carolyn Mace, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Eckhart Tolle, and those who have returned to the spirit world, like Louise Hay, Wayne Dyer, and there are so many. And I would go as far as to say, those of you who listen to podcasts like this, who seek out more knowledge, higher knowledge, deeper meaning, deeper meanings behind things, are also masters in your own way. So to add to that, we have a very powerful cluster in Capricorn of Pluto, Mars and Venus at 27 degrees. Now Venus is at 26 degrees and 59 minutes, but we'll say it's 27 degrees, all in the sign of Capricorn. So starting with Pluto, this is the planet of transformation and changes, and it changes things permanently. Capricorn relates to structure in government and big business, big corporations, and aligning ourselves with our highest integrity to achieve our goals. To do this, we again must leave what is not working that holds us back. Mars is a very powerful energy, and on one hand has the assertiveness to give drive and passion, but it can also be an explosive force with the danger of being violent and disruptive. We are already seeing in this lead up to the new moon, well, at least at the time of this podcast being recorded, the disruption and explosive force is being seen in the Ukraine. So Venus, with these two powerful energies, hopefully softens this energy of Mars and both together with Pluto make a potent, deep and emotional experience. So how can we nurture ourselves in the new moon in Pisces? Well, medically, Pisces rules the pineal gland, thalamus and the feet. So I put a couple of suggestions together as things you might consider doing during this new moon in Pisces. So you could start a meditation practice daily. I can't recommend meditation highly enough. Do something for your feet. Nurture your feet. Have a pedicure. Take steps to follow your dream and live it as if it is already here. Find creative ways to solve problems. Tune into your imagination. Acknowledge and appreciate yourself more. Forgive yourself by letting go of what burdens you and forgive others. Celebrate your life, live in the higher vibrations and find something 
to always be grateful for, to appreciate, to be thankful for, and to experience joy. And before I go, I'd like you to join me in sending prayers to the people of the Ukraine in this time of great upheaval with the healing and loving energy of Pisces. Thank you for listening. Take really good care of yourself. God bless, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.